Welcome to Assistant Coaching. We are your assistant coaches, Eric the Bookie Ellis, Storm Diesel Dodd, Scott, even Money Bets. Fellas, what are you drinking tonight? Well, I got my uh, my summer shandy. I'll drink it through September and then... Uh, wow, they're still making it? <laughs> still, uh, still cooking them out, yeah. You're brewing them? It's what? right mm-hmm. about Right about that time of year that they put the summer shanties away and start making the Oktoberfest. Yeah, I think it's. I think they stopped putting them in stores like at the beginning of October. So, gotta gotta drink them while you can. I'll chime in. I'm having the first batch of Oktoberfest. Oh my god! Mm. How is it? Is it strong? Smooth, smooth and delicious. Is it is it Sammy A Storm or is there another brand? Uh, it's Sam Adams. Gotcha. I know when Austin Brothers brews a, they brew a pretty good one, but I never got to try it last year. I think I had a sip. Margaret's giving me a thumbs up on the Austin Brothers Oktoberfest. I've never had a bad beer from Austin Brothers. I thought you were just going to say in general. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love all beer. I love it. I'm drinking them. Year-round beer. It's a Miller High Life in a can. Okay. We might as well get right into it now that we've got a beverage opened up. If it's okay with you guys, we'll go over the picks from last week. We had our guest batter on, and uh, we'll cover our picks and maybe get some new ones for week three coming up. Sounds good to me. Um, we'll open with our guest last week, Derek Batter. He did. Uh, just fine. He had the Rams, the Raiders, and the Browns against the spread, and he finished with a two to one record last week. Uh, that beats all of us. Nice. Uh, Storm went <laughs> one and two. Eric went one and two, and I went one and two. I don't know what the trouble was, but uh, we collectively had a losing record last week. The trouble was I picked the Vikings, and they lose really bad two weeks in a row. Yeah, the Vikings look awful. Well, I also had the Vikings for the second week in a row. <laughs> and I'm one and one with the Vikings. But shout out to Batter. He called the, the Raiders upset on Monday night versus New Orleans. He did. And they pulled it off. When I went to bed at halftime, it sure looked like the Saints were in control of the game. I couldn't believe it when the Raiders had won the next morning. Yeah, and they, they won handily, too. I watched the whole game. The Saints weren't really in the – in the in contention, most of it, other than they got out to a 10 nothing lead, but then the Raiders outscored them uh, 34 to 14. So it was, a, it was a domination by the Las Vegas Raiders. Derek Carr, I just can't figure that one out. He reminds me of Matt Stafford. <laughs> like a pretty good quarterback, but he just never wins that much. <laughs> That's a good comparison. So – I just remember they were making that run that one year, and then he got hurt in, before the playoffs. And then Connor Cook had to start. Yeah, was it Connor Cook? Yeah, they the Raiders. So Carr got hurt. I think he like tore his Achilles or something serious. Carr got hurt like two two games before the regular season ended, and then they they brought their backup in Matt McGloin. And he got hurt the last game of the regular season. <laughs> Sounds like then, a guy that would get hurt. <laughs> and uh, so they had their third-string quarterback was 
Connor Cook, who was a rookie at the time, and he had to start the wild card game, and the Raiders got housed by the Texans. Fun memories. They got <laughs> back finally on the Okay, let's get some picks in for week three. Um, we'll go – we'll start at the bottom of the chain and work up this week. Uh, since Batter's not here, the next name on the list is Stormy. Heck, yeah, two and four. Two and four, but who's keeping track? <laughs> All right, this week I'm starting off hot. I got the Jags. I think they're plus three, right? They are minus three. Oh, minus three. Okay, I got the Jags. <laughs> either way, three. give me the Jaguars. So it's going to be a blowout. I want the Jags either way. <laughs> That's some confidence They're going right to cover there. it. It's going to be a high-scoring game, but they got it. And then my next one is uh, Cincinnati versus the Eagles. I think they, they're Cincinnati's plus 4.5. You got that yes. And uh, it just seems like the last two weeks, the Eagles just get roasted by young QBs. So yeah. uh, I'm going with Cincy on that one to, for Joe Burrow's first win there. I like that one. I like that one, too. And then uh, the next one, I like. It seems that Pittsburgh kind of has the injury bug right now, so I'm going with Houston. They're at plus four. I think Houston's going to come back and beat uh, Pittsburgh this week. I think that's a good one too. I really like your Cincinnati pick. The media, too. the media has been thrashing Carson Wentz, and for good reason. He does not look yeah. good. No, the Eagles have looked like one of the worst teams in the NFL and you lose the way you lose to Washington and the Rams. It's, it's not a good start for them. So yeah, I think, think uh, the Bengals are a live dog this week. Mm-hmm. I think we talked about Wentz before uh, when him and Nick Foles took him to the Super Bowl. They had that number one defense and he looks a lot different when he's kind of got to do it on his own or at least share the workload. All right, Eric, you're next in line. Who do you like this week? My first pick of the week is the Tennessee Titans uh, giving three to the Vikings. I just – Kirk Cousins looked like, a, you know, just just not not good at all this year. So um, I'm going to stick with the Titans. I think uh, they're 2-0. and um, They haven't really played anybody, but I think they are for real yet once again. Um, so I will go with Tennessee. This felt like an easy one to me, and maybe I'm walking into a trap here, but Kansas City getting three and a half. I get it's Baltimore. I get it's on the road, and it's Monday night football, but you're giving me Mahomes and the Chiefs and three and a half points. I'll take that. And then my last one, I will take Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals to destroy the Lions um, this weekend. They are minus six. That's the point spread, but it could be minus 26, and I would still take him. So I will I will take those three. I almost picked that game. I can't do it. I can't pick against the Lions. There's something wrong. That's a, that's a good way to win a lot of money, though, just, just mm-hmm. picking against the Lions. Eric, I'd have to, I think you're jumping the gun on the Kyler Murray train a little bit. I'd like to see more out of him. I love Kyler Murray. <laughs> you knew that was coming. <laughs> Well, I'm since high school. I'm going to 
stand up and look right at you guys this week. I'm actually taking a couple games the opposite way that you picked them. For the third week in a row, I'm going to pick the Minnesota Vikings. (laughs) (laughs) Not not getting away from the Vikings. Get three against the Titans at home, and I think it's time for a win. I just can't believe that Zimmer defense is actually that bad. But if they give it to me one more week, I'll buy. I'll buy it. Right now, I I think they're due for a win, and they get a few points. So, I dig it, uh, Scott. I think deep down you are a Vikings fan. I think you claim to be a Lions fan, but I think deep down I think you bleed you, purple. I think you're a fan of high round draft pick quarterbacks. <laughs> I am. You are, and you just ride that train until they start losing. The next pick is the Pittsburgh Steelers to beat Houston. I don't know what it is about the Steelers. I'm a big fan of them too. Yeah, I like the Steelers. A couple veterans running the show. I wouldn't be surprised if they make the playoffs again this year. But they do have to cover four. So and my last pick of the week will be the Atlanta Falcons. Minus three and a half uh, hosting the Chicago Bears. That's a good pick. I like that. The Bears, I'm kind of on the fence about them. Yeah, the Bears aren't, like, that good. I feel like the Falcons' offense could really go after them. The Falcons are due after last week. Oh, my God, what a a garbage loss they had last week. I can't believe they'd come out anything, but. That's their M.O., dude. Yeah, Yeah, that's all they do is blow leads. (laughs) Well, that was amongst the worst. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that and the Super Bowl one, too. I mean, the 28-3. to But that was a while ago. We'll move past that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm ready to move on finally. That was a brutal game. And I I think about the Seahawks one a lot too. The Seahawks one. Those are two of uh, Tom Brady's Super Bowl victories that, oh, I guess they all count the same, but it seems like those are two games that they could have just as easily lost. They would have handed it to Lynch. Yep, they just would have handed oh, yeah. it to Lynch. Uh, fun fact, did you know the Lions' offensive coordinator was the guy who called that play? Oh, that doesn't surprise me at all. Who was it? Daryl Bevel. He, used to, he was the OC oh, for no the kidding. Seahawks oh, at the time. You know, I was so excited when we got him, and look at where we are. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like God, we're building a super team. <laughs> look at look at where we are in the gutters. Another fun fact: I saw an article that the Lions were working out a defensive tackle that Patricia used to coach at. Really, the Patriots. Oh, new. Jabal Sheer. Yeah, I was no like, way. Patriots. Another Patriots. Yeah, guy they don't want anymore. Yeah, cast off. I think unless we sign Bill Belichick, it ain't nothing's gonna I change. Know. He wants to be Bill so bad. Yeah, he does. He does, and it's not working out. They got a lot of talent, and it's like they show up and they're not ready to play. Did you guys see that new picture of uh, Bill? Oh my God, that's hilarious! Yeah, the the one where he's like. Looks like he was mauled he by like a bear. The oldest showed up. shirt ever, and he just looks like a zombie just standing. <laughs> he looks like he just woke up from the dead. I did see that on 
ESPN today. <laughs> That's what winning looks like. It's all he all he cares about is football. <laughs> well, we can segue into uh, week three of fantasy football. How are you guys doing? What do your teams look like? Any uh, big problems? Any surprises that you like? Well, I uh... – I'm in, I, I'm in five leagues, like I mentioned a few episodes ago. And there's only really three leagues that I really, I guess, pay attention to all that closely. Um, I'm 2-0 and in two of those leagues and 0-2 in the other. So I'm doing okay. Uh, I haven't been bit by the injury bug as, as bad as some people have. I don't have McCaffrey or Saquon or anybody. So fortunate there. I have been the – uh, I've been fortunate enough to have, have Calvin Ridley on two of my teams who has been awesome, but I have Julio Jones on the other. So it's like, he hasn't been awesome. So it's given and take, but, uh, but yeah, I've done all right. I've, I, I, I really like one of my teams and the other two are good enough, I guess. So getting it done. I'm uh, I'm not doing so hot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 0-2 in my league, but that's never stopped me before. But I was surprised. I had to hurry up because Kittle was hurt and Doyle's hurt, and I had to pick up uh, Jindu Smith for the Titans. He's and, a beast. And I'm going to keep him because yeah. he got 24 points. And I Ooh. was like, hmm. He's a stud. Yeah, I'm going to get rid of Doyle. <laughs> yes. No, no one needs Jack Doyle. But yeah, that was my surprise pickup. But I mean, I'm struggling. I'm fighting for my number two running back, and but at least Kenny's coming back. I need him bad. Yeah, I'm just in two leagues, and I'm two and on both of them. Like Eric said, I've been dodging the injuries. Some guys got a bad losing their top pick, but um, I've been doing okay. Mm-hmm. Sounds uh, like it. I had a misfire last week. I sat Mike Gusecki and started Austin Hooper. Ooh. <laughs> that cost me about 23 points, um, but I still got the win. Well, that's so, always good. Now that I got away with one, uh, my start of the week is going to be Mike Gusecki. <laughs> I'm done playing with fire. He's awesome. He is a, Unfortunately, he plays for Miami, but um, Hooper's not a lot uh, better off with the Browns. So, well, he's he's Miami's he's a, best receiver. So I think, I mean, even though he's a tight end, but I think he's their best uh, pass catcher. So I think, yeah, he's been he's been solid. So I got him in, and I'm looking forward to watching him play tonight. So Gasecki will be my start of the week, sit of the week. This might not be a real popular name out there, but uh, there's no way I'm starting Tony Pollard. The Cowboys look strong, and it's got nothing to do with Pollard. Uh, it's all Zeke. It's all Dak. But I guess as people would have guessed, I was kind of happy to pick him up in the draft. I was hoping he'd be a good flex position, but he's been really quiet. So I'm going to make sure he's on the bench. How about you, Eric? Start of the week with all the injuries uh, to the 49ers. They're missing half their team, it feels like. I will start uh, Jarek McKinnon. Nice. Yeah, I think he he's going to be the benefactor of Mostert and Coleman missing missing time. 
they signed him two years ago. He's been injured both both of the seasons. He's been on the 49ers roster so far, and I think they're gonna they're gonna uh, give him most of the run this week against a generous run defense with the New York Giants. So I uh, I like McKinnon a lot this week. And then my sit of the week uh, guy that is uh, a shell of his former self, and that's Todd Gurley. He is he has been no part. Um, of the Atlanta offense and it's a high octane offense. Um, but Gurley, I think he had uh, PPR points. I think he had like five in week two and uh, 11 in week one. And he was saved by a touchdown in week one. So it's, you know, it's just kind of like hit or miss on that touchdown with him. And the more, the, the more that he plays, the less I believe in him. So I'm, I'm sitting Todd Gurley this week. Who I got my, for my start today. I'd say if you got wide receiver one, wide receiver two for both of these Thursday night teams, you got a quarterback, you got Minshew, start anybody because this game is going to be points. (laughs) This is a game where you get points because their defenses suck. Start anybody you got from these teams. Except DJ Chark because he's out tonight. Yes, except DJ Chark. Start him if you want. That means start Keelan Cole. That's right. Which which I do have starting. Keelan Cole? Nice. Yep. <laughs> I have uh, James Robinson tonight, and I think yes. he's going to have a big game. I think I had, in one of my fantasies, I think I had like four people starting in this game, and I had to switch it up. I was like, I can't do that. <laughs> That's a lot. I can't. <laughs> but then my sit of the week, I'm going with the Cowboys also, Scotty, is in uh, Gallup. Oh, I like that. I think uh, there's it's a lot of Cooper and then the rookie. He had over 100 yards last week. So, I mean, Gallup's kind of just like the cleanup guy that can't find anybody, and he hasn't put up anything. So, I think he rides the bench for a while unless something happens. Yeah, somebody asked me, or uh, one of my leagues, somebody offered me a trade for – uh, it was straight up Michael Gallup for DK Metcalf. And I was like, are you crazy? <laughs> I, I like DK Metcalf. I do too. He's fun to watch. He's part of a good offense. That catch he had, uh, did you guys watch last night or last night, uh, last Sunday night, the Patriots Seahawks game? I did. I saw that catch. That yes. catch over Gilmore. Oh my mm-hmm. God. Since we're right here, do you guys want to do the waiver wire pick? Sure. Or do you want to do that later on? Let's do it right now. Yeah. Okay. Um, we'll loop it right back to me. Uh, my waiver wire pickup of the week was Rex Burkhead with the Patriots. I couldn't believe he was sitting there, but he was. Uh, they're off to a good start. It's a PPR league, and for a pickup out of the free agent pool, he might get a start in the coming weeks, especially when bye weeks start showing up. I'd say my pickup of the week was uh, Devontae Freeman. Okay. Excellent. I I picked him up. I think he's going to – they got him at low points right now, but I think he's going to see a lot of the stuff with uh, Lewis. I always liked Freeman, so that was my pickup. I snagged him. (laughs) Yeah, he's going to get the majority of the the workload with the Giants, I think, now. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. my, uh, I actually have two. I was I was pretty high on uh, McKinnon and um, uh, Daryl Henderson with the Rams. 
with injuries to both Cam Akers and Malcolm Brown, I think Daryl Henderson will be the lead back for a few weeks, and I think he's going to prove to be the the best running back that they have at this point. So I'm I'm all about Daryl Henderson and adding him on the waiver wire. So if he's still out there, go get him. I also have another one. I it looks like Devontae Adams is going to be out for a brief time. I say your pickups would be probably Lazard or Valdez Scantley. Oh yeah, for the Green Bay Packers. And I got both of them. (laughs) Good pick with MVS. MVS, that's right. Yeah, I did want to mention too. My start of the week last week was Devontae Adams and. Uh, he sat out most of the game, I think, with a hamstring, yeah, uh, or something. Yeah, hamstring. So I'm a little worried that I mentioned Gasecki tonight. I don't want to start a, <laughs> you know, a Madden curse type of <laughs> of trend. Got start a start curse. The assistant yeah. coaching curse. Yeah, that's how we'll get famous. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Is there anyone that you guys on, on your radar, like on your teams, that you're just sick of and you just want to uh, drop, like right now? Allen Robinson. <laughs> Anything to do with the Bears is just so average that I don't want anything to do with them anymore. Yeah, that's a tough one. I uh, I already dropped him, but I was sick. Like I, besides Kenny Galladay, I'd say like. Any, I had a couple, like, I had Matt Stafford, and I, I dropped him. I have no faith. I had faith in him being, like, a top-five QB this year, but I had to get rid of him. Yeah. I want him to do well, but I was just – I wanted to start him, and I'm just like, no, I got to get rid of him because that's the way it's <laughs> Kind of an unreliable fantasy player. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially when Galladay's not playing. Watch, he'll get, like, 30 points this week. That's how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> it could be a shootout this week, so who knows. But, um, yeah, the guy that – it's actually a guy that I've been kind of talking up. That's the guy that I dropped this week is Ronald Jones. Like, he is just – Fournette is clearly the better back for the Buccaneers, and I just think that although Bruce Arians has come out and said that Jones is still the starter, it's clear that Fournette is going to be uh, the lead back there before uh, too long. So, I – uh I cut Ronald Jones and picked up Henderson. So, yeah, I was, I'm done with Rojo. I read an article a few weeks back about the Fournette Rojo comparison. And it's always been that Tom Brady, uh, you never really know who his running back's going to be. Yeah. He's not the guy, he's not the guy that relies on back week in, week out. I bet he's had 25 different running backs in his career and that's probably a conservative guess so it was tough to say who would wind up there in tampa bay well you think that's a great point scott because like when you look at new england that he hasn't had like a number one true workhorse back since Corey dellen i mean it's been yep james white sony michelle rex burkhead you name it you know kevin falk he's it's been back there like so they probably they probably won't do that if if uh, if it's up to Brady they probably won't have like a true number one but I'm done with Rojo regardless. Yeah, I um, Fournette's got to start all day long for me. He looked damn good last week. I think he had two touchdowns. 
He's a rumbler. He's a big guy. Yeah. He, uh, he broke one loose too and finished, got to the end zone. So mm-hmm. he did. He looks healthy. All right. I'll lead in. I'll try to break some hearts here right now. Uh oh. Injury with, time? With some injuries. He's a heartbreaker. Before we go back to fantasy questions. But uh, here we go. Uh, these are, I don't have their injuries. They just haven't practiced since Wednesday. But uh, DJ Chark, but his is uh, chest and back. He's definitely out for today. And then, uh, obviously, uh, Jimmy Graham, he didn't practice. I think a lot of people aren't starting him. So <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> yeah. You're in dire straits if you're starting Jimmy Graham. And then uh, there was, I was, I had him started, uh, Malcolm Brown. Looks like it's going to be the Henderson show. Over there for a little bit. Uh, and then uh, for the Bills, Knox, their tight end, Cole Beasley and Zach Moss, they're all questionable having practice. Uh, Josh Jacobs and Darren Waller having practice. Oh, I'm glad you brought him up. I wasn't big on who the hell Darren Waller was until I faced him in fantasy football on Monday night. Mm-hmm. He's you better a- get to know him. He's a stud. He is. He had his breakout last year. He is Derek Carr's safety valve. Mm-hmm. He's the looking, couldn't cover him. Yeah, he's looking for the big guy on just about every down. And then uh, it said James White questionable, but I, that's for different reasons. So I don't know how long he'll be gone. And then I read this on there, the Eagles, they have Jackson, Jeffrey, and Rieger out. They haven't practiced, but I saw somewhere Jackson was healthy, so I don't know. Mm. But okay. then, in, then into the bad uh, 49ers. Oh, God. Garoppolo, Moster, and Coleman, so Eric's pick is good. <laughs> They're going to talk to Miami about getting Matt Breida. <laughs> what, do you, what do you want from Matt Breida? <laughs> Bag of Doritos, family size. <laughs> <laughs> it's about how they're using them right now. Yeah. And then uh, the Jets, Perryman and Crowder. I think Perryman isn't going to play. I'm not sure about Crowder. And then, of course, Jack Doyle. He'll be leaving my team soon. Jackie Doyle. And then the Chargers, Justin Jackson. And then Tyrod Taylor. You heard about what happened to him, right? Oh God, yeah, that was yeah, that's a bad story. Yeah, that, that they need to rethink their uh, medical staff. <laughs> no kidding. Here, let me shoot this. Oh, sorry, punctured your lung. Yeah. Wonder if the doc was doing like an old west, <laughs> flip the needle around, and you know, <laughs> been doing this all my life. Been doing this all my life. <laughs> Try it left-handed. <laughs> and then, uh, of course, Drew Locke, he's out for a while. They just signed Blake Bortles. He's coming back. Oh, God. Jesus, why? So desperate. You know, that that's amazing to me. <laughs> you know your season's over when you're signing Blake Bortles. <laughs> you know, like. Be the second string, though. Storm, if you just said. He's hurt. They're signing Eric Lewis. It wouldn't surprise me any less than when you said Blake Bortles. 
<laughs> the guy just hasn't done anything in the NFL. <laughs> He's getting signed. He had one good season. And then uh, the big, big one, Christian McCafferty. He's out four to six weeks. Storm, did you put the hex on him a couple weeks I, ago? You did. I may have. <laughs> but Scott, we didn't bring this up last week. You put the hex on Michael Thomas. What are you talking about? He was out you, last week. And yeah, you and you you predicted that he would be. And I was won. hoping nobody'd bring that up. <laughs> it was it was dumb too. How often does a wide receiver get rolled up? Yeah. <laughs> Just, I just had to say something. So did Storm. Yeah, I had signed a big contract and got hurt. Storm, who's the other big name on that list? Uh, I got Devontae Adams. He's on there. What was the other big name? Mr. Barkley. Oh, Mr. Yeah. Barkley. Oh, yeah. Forgot. He's proving to be unreliable. He can't stay healthy. Right. I mean, that's a season ender. And what it what happened last year that he sat out so much? Was it a season ender? It was no. supposed to be an almost a season ending certain injury, but somehow he came back. Yeah. Really fast. But uh yeah, this one is he's done. Yeah, I think the only guy to come back in the same year from an ACL was AP. Other than that, I don't know if it's been done. I bet he won't be back. No. No. What's the good of having big legs if you can't? I don't know, man. I'm a no-contact injury like that, I get that's how the ACL tears happen, but mm-hmm. it's tough. I haven't. I don't remember a time where the consensus top two picks were done uh, for a significant amount of time in the first two weeks, like yeah. McCaffrey and Barkley, just done. A lot of people scrambling right now for running back. Mm-hmm. Oh, Carolina's back up. Mike this, Davis. Mike Davis. This year, too, McCaffrey was the undisputed number one pick. Right. Especially right. in PPR leagues. I don't think people even blinked. They just took McCaffrey. So that's a him and Saquon together. That's a lot of there's a hole missing in the fantasy world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. I got some fantasy questions if you guys are willing to answer. What do you got? Of course. All right, so here's here's the first one. All right. Do you start to trust Burrow enough to start him? Are you believing in Joe Burrow? Ooh. I love Joey B, but uh <laughs> I don't know if I'm I I would definitely pick him up. Like I'd I'd have him on my bench. But I got to see it a few more times before I'm ready to throw him in the starting lineup. I guess it, it depends on who your quarterback is. Like, I have Cam and Russell Wilson, so I'm not ready to start him over those guys. But mm-hmm. but if you were desperate, yeah, I'd play Burrow. He's been really good the first two games. I would definitely play Burrow, especially on a bye week. Said I'd have him on the bench ready to go. But if you were hurting for a QB, I'd throw him in there. Mm-hmm. I'd be – more hesitant his second year in the league, but his rookie season, uh, guys tend to light it up. Mm-hmm. Like, I just saw can... his game against the Browns. I mean, he didn't have a great game one, but, I mean, I feel like he's – he felt really good against the Browns last Thursday. And I just mm-hmm. 
And I think he could, he's going to be a starter, like maybe middle of the season or something. Maybe he's putting up big numbers. But I yeah. think he could be trusted later on down the road for you if you're scrambling or on a bye, like Scotty said. Yeah. I think so too. There's he no reason he couldn't. Times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he could get you 350 and a mitt full of touchdowns. You just got to hit him the right week. Now, this is a big question. So I feel like. Tom Brady isn't a starting fantasy quarterback anymore. No. At all. I don't think so either. He, But then this leads into, is Drew Brees starting to fall out of that? Yes. And I love Drew Brees. Mm-hmm. Pains me to say. But I... Go ahead, Scott. Oh, I was just going to say that uh, Drew Brees did me solid last week and... I uh, did enough on Monday night to get me the W. So he's still my number one. Yeah, I have him too in a different league, and he I he got me the W too. But I'm just like he's more he's better off than Tom Brady because I feel like Tom relies more on the run games and short passes. Mm-hmm. He doesn't throw bombs. He doesn't go for a million yards, but I'm just like, I just think it's a couple old boys, you know. Fun fact about Drew Brees this week. Through the first two weeks, he has thrown the ball. He's attempted to throw the ball over 20 yards just four times this year. Wow. So I just, without that potential for like a, you know, a deep bomb to Michael Thomas or Sanders Mm -hmm. or what have you, the – Floor is high, but the ceiling is low. Not much mm-hmm. up there. Yeah, he's really hurting without Michael Thomas. That's true. Um, I kind of like what you guys are saying, being that I'm a fantasy owner of Alvin Kamara. Mm-hmm. I am too. He, he lit it up last week. And like you're saying, um, he's not throwing the ball down the field right now. He's mm-hmm. getting it off to Kamara uh, 10 yards and less and letting him run with it. And he's been awesome, Kamara has. Yeah, he looks good. All right, I got another one. Uh, It's a good question, Storm. Keep him coming. (laughs) Uh, All right, there's another one for this one. I said, do you see, like, Gardner Minshew, do you start trusting him more, too? Like, he's kind of more like a Joe Burrow, but I feel like Mm -hmm. he throws bombs. He just chucks it. He's good for almost (laughs) three touchdowns a game. Almost. Yeah, he's been really good, surprisingly, his first two weeks. Um, I I would definitely throw him in there tonight. Uh, I He's kind of matchup dependent for me, but if you were like kind of the same philosophy with Burrow, if you're desperate for a quarterback, Minshew is certainly not a bad option. He could do a lot worse. So, yeah, I would, I would say he's matchup dependent, but I'm not necessarily afraid of him. I – wouldn't pick him to take me to the playoffs, but I would pick him to uh, win a fantasy football game. Mm-hmm. Like like you said, Storm, he just lets it fly. and mm-hmm. That can definitely add up. Whether or not they win the ball game, that's irrelevant. I did a side note on this. The Jacksonville Jaguars aren't sure if they want to make him their top guy to build the franchise around. That's too bad. I think he's a – Big personality and a good athlete. Because they're thinking about if they're that bad, they could get Trevor Lawrence. But I think oh. he could be a great QB for them if they gave him the right O-line and everything. Eric, 
don't you think that's putting a lot of eggs in one basket trying to dodge a potential franchise quarterback to get somebody in the draft? If I were the Jags, I mean, they've looked pretty pretty good these first two weeks. I mean, they've surprised a lot of people. I, Trevor Lawrence is just that good. Like, I I would tank for Trevor. Hashtag tank for Trevor. Uh, <laughs> but – I think the Jets will end up getting them anyway, so I don't have I don't have much of a problem with uh, with Minshew as a franchise quarterback. He's played he's played really well, um, uh, so I don't know if I'm the Jags. I'm I'm kind of I just kind of wait and see on him a little bit, but yeah, we'll see what happens. I think he gets better as the year goes on. He he's getting the actual start this year and not just thrown in to the Wolves because he was a rookie last year. Right, and Nick Foles was the starter before he got hurt. So mm-hmm. you guys are making me excited to watch this game here in a few minutes. I am too. We just I, don't get to watch. There is so much, much AFC ball crap talked about this. They're like, "Oh, we'll be flipping through the channels." Like, I I feel like this is going to be an offensive game. Just points. There's a lot of like fantasy relevant players in this game. Yeah, like, you don't realize it, but. That's why I think it's just going to be you got the wide receivers, the running backs, put them in because their defenses aren't that good. <laughs> no, not at all. And the Dolphins are missing Byron Jones, their best corner. So, All right, I got another question. Fitzmagic is always due for about two 40-plus games. <laughs> Fitzmagic. And do you think – these, this is one of those nights. Could be. Yeah, I think so. You are starting to convince me of that story. I know. I he's about he's he puts up about two football games where he puts about forty points down. He just goes off for some reason, and then he sucks after. <laughs> yeah, he is the definition of inconsistent. But you're right. <laughs> he is. Uh, he is good for one massive monster performance and with the Jags subpar defense tonight tonight could be the night who knows especially with Kaseki he seems to seems to really uh to lean on him um and I think I think uh tonight could be the night oh man we drew Joe Buck and Troy Aikman <laughs> for a minute. he watching it on uh mute <laughs> all right I got one more if you don't mind Please. All right. So, in fan, like, this is like for future. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of old boys in this league. Mm-hmm. I can see this being Philip Rivers last year. I can see this being Drew Brees' last year. Tom Brady's, it's not his last year, but he's going to, I think it's going to be a lot of thought process <laughs> after this year, whether he stays or goes. Yeah. And then there's Big Ben. He's floating on the line. I'm just thinking <laughs> <laughs> floating on the line. Floating on the line. He gets hurt a lot. And uh, so, like, I mean, maybe next year, like, who do you think, like, the number one QB that goes besides Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson? Like, I mean. Hmm. Russ. That's a good question. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson is, to me, just everything you could possibly want in a quarterback. So, yeah, I would say Russ. I'd have to agree with Eric. I got the Russ – and Chris Carson combo going in the league, and I feel pretty good about it. Like, I mean, there's like like Josh Allen. He's a good young guy coming up. 
Yeah, he's been uh, awesome. Joe Burrow, I think, is going to make a statement in the league by the end of the year. I mean, it's just – it's going to be weird seeing these old boys go, and then we're going to – it's going to be Mahomes, Russ, and Jackson, the top three, and then it's going to be some decent ones down the line. Yep. Uh, Kyler Murray will be in the top five. Oh, yeah, year, Kyler Murray. Yeah, and I think, like you said, I think Joe Burrow will be a top 10 QB fantasy-wise next year with with uh, some of these uh, old guys getting out of the way. Burrow's going to be – he's going to be the man. I, I fully believe that. Well, I think I'm all set. If you guys are, we actually did quite well. So thank you for listening to another episode of Assistant Coaching. Please rate, review, and subscribe, and we will be back next week.